0: Alhamdulillah لله Kama كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه كما يحب ربنا ويرضاه اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله الناصح الامين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين ومن تمسك بسنته ار يوم الدين ثم اما بعد يا عباد الله قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه الكريم كتاب انزلناه إليك مبارك ليدبروا آياته. الله سبحانه وتعالى, He says in his noble book A blessed book in which we have sent it down unto you. Or a book in which we have sent down unto you, blessed. So that its verses may be contemplated over. So that its verses may be pondered over. And so that those men of understanding will reflect will reflect this ayah is an ayah that is tremendous and we need to pay close attention unto it and we need to give concern unto it as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says anzalnahu ilayka mubarakun liyadabbaru ayati wa so that we may reflect and ponder over its verses and so that men of understanding will ponder over the verses of the Qur'an. Allah Jalla Wa'ala, He says in His Noble Book, "Lo ala la min That this Qur'an... If it was sent down upon a mountain, if it was sent down upon a mountain, then you will have seen that mountain rent asunder. It will crumble out of the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And these are the parables in which are given to mankind, so that they may contemplate, they may think, they may reflect. قَالَ إِمَامِ إِبْنُ قَيَّمْ رَحِمُهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى فِي مَدَارِجِ السَّالِكِينَ إِمَامِ إِبْنُ قَيَّمْ رَحْمَةُ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ He mentions in his famous book, مَدَارِجِ السَّالِكِينَ فَلَيْسَ شَيْءٍ أَنفع لِلْعَبْدِ فِي مَعَاشِهِ وَمَعَادِهِ وَأَقْرَبُ إِلَى نَجَاتِهِ Quran, Quran, that there is nothing that is more beneficial for the slave. There is nothing more beneficial for the slave as relates to his here and now, his life in this world, and as relates to his life in the hereafter. And there is nothing that will is closer to getting him into victory than contemplating and reflecting over the Quran. Contemplating and reflecting over the Qur'an It is incumbent that we know the meanings The proper meanings of the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So that we may reflect and ponder and contemplate Over Allah's ayat And especially those ayat that we offer recite We should know what they mean We should understand their meanings Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inside of his noble book. He says, Bismillah rahman al Rahim. In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful, is generally and usually how they translate it. Imam sa'di Ali rahmatullah alay, he mentions, he says, hey, that we began or that I began with all of the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When a person he says Bismillah, then this is what is understood that he's beginning the with all of the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this phrase shows us this grammatically. As Imam Husaidi Rahmatullah he goes on to point out. He says, mufrad mudaf, because the word ism is a word and it comes singular. And it is a word that is connected to something else. No, 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 no. Na'am? Mubaf ilay The praiseworthy and the tremendous statement is Mubaf ilay, meaning that these are the names of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, the name of Allah Azza wa Jal. Because something that is singular and it comes and is connected to something else then you understand from it, a generality. So it is general. So therefore, it enters into yaum jameel al husna. It encompasses all of Allah's names, all of Allah's beautiful names. Nam, by saying Bismillah, by saying Bismillah, that all of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala's names are understood from this construction of this phrase. Then Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, He mentions in the name of Allah. And it is incumbent that an individual, he reflect who is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we truly understood who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, then this will be from the greatest means and from the greatest causes to stay away from shirk and to implement the tawheed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to worship Allah and Allah alone. الجلال, the praise statement, the name Allah, المألوه, أي المعبود Because Allah, He is the one that is worshipped He is the only one who deserves to be worshipped And that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah azza wa jal هو المستحق لإفراده بالعبادة He is the one who deserves That all of the ibadah be for him and him alone That he single out with worship So there's no worship that is given to anything else All of the worship, it belongs unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? Imam al-Sali says, لِمَا بِهِ مِنْ صِفَاتِ الْأُلُوهِيَّةِ Due to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has from the characteristics that all of the ibadah it belongs to him and they are the perfect characteristics the only one who deserves to be worshipped is the one who is perfect and only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is perfect in all of his names and all of his attributes in every which way shape and form Allah azza wa He is perfect so he is the only one who deserves to be worshipped the one who is perfect Allah azza wa Jalla. Allah azza wa Jalla goes on and he says ar rahman al-Rahim Imam al he mentions he says Isman Dalal, Ala Annahu Ta'ala, Rahmah. That these are two names that point to the fact that Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, He is the one who is merciful. That Allah Azza wa Jal, He is merciful. When we reflect and contemplate upon this, and we truly understand the mercy of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, this should be that which brings solace. This should be that which brings happiness and joy to the heart of the believer, knowing that his Lord Azza wa He is a Rahman, He is a Rahim, He is the most beneficent, He is the most merciful, He is the one who is merciful, and He is the one who his mercy is continuous; it does not sever, it does not break. Imam Musa rahmatullah he goes on and he says that Allah Taala Ala annahu ta'ala bi r al al Allah Ta'ala he is the owner of mercy that is tremendous that is great that encompasses and it covers everything. Naam. Everything that is alive. This rahmah allati wasi'at kull al-shay'. Kull It encompasses everything. Wa 'ammat And it encompasses and it covers everything that is alive. Everything that is alive, Allah Ta'ala, His mercy, it touches it. And Allah Ta'ala, He has written this mercy for those who truly fear Him. For the believers, in general, without restriction, there is for the believers, mercy. Now, those ones who they follow, they follow the messengers and the prophets, then for them there is a mercy that is perpetual, continuous. And this mercy is not for other than them. فَلَهُمْ نَصِيبٌ مِنْهَا And other than the believers, then they will have a portion of the mercy they would see a portion of it, but they will not have the like of what the believers will have. Meaning that what? There is nothing from ni'mah except that it's from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when the ni'mah of the rain co- comes down upon the earth, then it touches the believers and the unbelievers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put oxygen inside of the earth so that we can breathe. This oxygen is shared by the believers and unbelievers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put provisions inside of the earth so that we may Gained from his sustenance. This sustenance and these provisions inside of the earth, then you find that they are eaten and they are drank from by the believers and the disbelievers. This is the mercy that the disbelievers, they will receive here in this world. But as far as in the akhirah, no, for them is the hellfire. But for the believers, it is a mercy that is mustamirra. Because in the akhirah the believers, they will still have the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon them on the day of judgment and after the day of judgment when they are entered into the jannah of Allah jalla Ala. So it is a mercy for the believer that is continuous. It does not stop. It does not break. It does not sever. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is the owner of tremendous mercy, a mercy that does not sever. It does not stop. Imam al Saadi goes on and he says, He said, I know that from the principles, from the foundations, foundational principles that is agreed upon from the salaf of the Ummah and from the Imams, from the righteous, from the righteous predecessors and from the Imams of the Deen, is that what? is that from the names and the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and from the rules that, that are related to the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that we believe for example that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he is ar-Rahman he is ar-Rahim Na'am. Rahma, That he owns, mercy. He is the merciful. And he is described as being merciful. That Allah Ta'ala, his name is the merciful and he has the attribute, the characteristic of being merciful. bil And this mercy, it is manifest by those that the mercy is bestowed upon. Meaning from the creatures. Naam. كُلُّهَا أَثَرٌ مِنْ رَحْمَتِهِ So therefore, all of the bounties, all of the good things, all of the pleasurable things and so on and so forth, then this is a manifestation, for lack of a better term, of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything that touches us from good, this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being merciful to us. This is Allah, Azza wa Jalla's mercy upon His slaves, upon His creatures. Allah, Azza wa Jalla He says in His noble book, وَمَا بِكُمْ مِنْ نِعْمَةٍ فَمِنْ Allah. And whatever you have from blessings, whatever you have from bounties, then verily it is from Allah, Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. So there is not a single thing that is a bounty, a single thing that is good and wholesome that reaches us except that it is from Allah, Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. So, Allah Ta'ala, He is the one who is merciful. He is the one who shows mercy. Likewise, we understand this from Allah Ta'ala's name, Al-Alim. We understand this concept that Allah Ta'ala, He is the all-knowing. That is His name. He is the all-knowing, Jalla wa'ala. Meaning, that He is the possessor of knowledge and He knows everything. Likewise, the correlation between the name and the attribute. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala huwa al-qadir. He is the one who is over all things most capable. indahu because he has the ability. Wa innahu ala kulli Shayin qadir And at verily he is over everything most capable. So Allah ta'ala, he is the most capable. He is the one who has the characteristic of being capable, of being able. And Allah ta'ala, he is able and capable to do everything. There is nothing that is impossible for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah ta'ala, He is the merciful who shows mercy. Allah ta'ala, He is the merciful who shows mercy. Ya Ibad, When we reflect over the likes of this, this should bring joy to the heart of the believer, knowing that His Lord is merciful, knowing that His Lord bestows mercy. Hada it is incumbent and it's a must for us to seek knowledge. To learn and to study So that we can reflect and ponder Over Allah Ta'ala's statement Bismillahir Rahmanir rahim We can reflect and ponder over that So that we may benefit In this world and in the next Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala He goes on To say in this tremendous chapter Of which we have If we have not Caught on to what that chapter is We will now catch on Inshallah Ta'ala Allah Ta'ala, He says, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, All praise and all thanks belongs to Allah, Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Alhamdulillah, all praise and all thanks, it belongs to Allah, Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Imam al He mentions, He says, Huwa thana'u ala Allah. Al-Kamal. this is praising and singing glory and thanking Allah Subhanahu wa Taala due to what Allah Taala has from the perfect attributes, وبيفعالي الدائرة بين الفضل والعدل, and the actions of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, which will either be out of His grace or according to His justice. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is just, he doesn't oppress anyone. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he bestows his bounty upon whom he chooses from his creatures. So all of the hamd, all of the praise, it belongs unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who deserves all of the praise, all of the thanks. It belongs unto Allah Azza wa Jal. Al-Alamah, Salih al-Fawzan, احمد Allah ta'ala, he mentions, فَأَمَّا الْمَخْلُوقُ as far as the created creatures, ma'am, فَإِنَّهُ يُحْمَدُ عَلَى قَدْرِ مَا يَجْرِي مِنْهُ الْخَيْرِ is that a created being he is thanked in accordance to that which comes from him from good. In accordance into the degree of that which comes to him from good, then he is thanked upon that good. He is thanked for those things. Naam? Wallaqin Allah. But Allah who will let al khair. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is the one that has put inside of that created thing the good. So therefore, في so the origin is what? Alhamdulillah, Azza So the origin is what? Is that all of these things go back who to Allah Azza wa Jalla? The praise is for Allah Azza wa because whatever individual could be thankful from, from whatever good that they have with them, then that good was put inside them by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Alhamdulillah, all praise and thanks belong unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rabbil alameen. He is the Lord of all that exists. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil alameen. All praise and thanks belong to Allah, the Lord of all that exists. Imam al rahmatullah he goes on and he mentions, he says, al rabb that the Lord, He is the one who rears. Who rears who? All of the things that exist, Allah Ta'ala is their Lord. And the Alameen, who? Then see, Allah. Who are the Alameen? The they are everything other than Allah. Everything other than Allah, and that's everything else. Allah Ta'ala, He is the Lord of everything. It is Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Who created them Allah Ta'ala created all of us It is Allah Ta'ala Allah Ta'ala is the one Who has set up for us And given us all of these tools All of these systems All of these tools All of these systems And Allah Ta'ala He has bestowed upon us Great benefit Great bounty those bounties on which if they are lost And taken away from us Then nothing will remain Nothing will remain Allah Azza is the one who set up the system Who controls Allah Is the one who controls the universe If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took away from us the bounty Then none of us will be here anymore It'll be over Nothing could exist without the bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being upon it. So Allah جل, He is the Lord of all that exists. He is the Lord of all that exists. This tarbiyah, this rearing, Imam al he mentions it's of two types. al amma wal-khaasah, the general and the specific. As far as the general, here then it is that Allah created the creation and that he provides for the creation. ورزقهم. ورزقهم. And he gives them provisions. The food comes down for everyone. The rain comes down for everyone. Everyone drinks from the water. So on and so forth. And that which is specific, then that is for his awliya, that is for his believing slaves. And this is what is meant by awliya here and everywhere. Is what? The believing slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they are the awliya. These awliya, that Allahu ta'ala, he has reared them with a special rearing, that they believe, they have iman. And that He not just showed them what the path was, but He gave them the, the success in being guided. That He guided them. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He will complete it for them. And that He will remove from them those things that will hinder them from being guided. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will remove from them He them, will them, them, them. remove from them all of those things That are preventative factors and agents Between them and it Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He rears his believing slaves To believe in him correctly And then gives them the success And being upon that iman Imam sa'di When we think and we reflect upon this. He says that al-ma'na," And perhaps this meaning in which we just was mentioning He said, and perhaps this is the secret why most of the supplications of the prophets they call upon Allah by calling upon their Lord. Most of the supplications of the of the Prophet, you will find it mentioned in calling upon Allah, calling him their Lord. Perhaps it is linked and due to this meaning that it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who yani, He is our Lord. He is the one who raises us upon good, who shows us that which is correct, and then gives us the success in being upon that which is correct. He is the one who Points us and gives us the, the the success in being upon good, and He protects us from falling into misguidance. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is the one who removes all of those preventative factors that may hinder us and stop us from reaching the good. It is Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, the Lord of all that exists, and this. The imam he mentions is perhaps the reason that the anbiya and the rusul they call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the reason that the prophets and the messengers that the prophets, they call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by calling him their Lord. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He is the Lord of all that exists. وَإِنْفِرَادِهِ بِالْخَلْقُ وَتَجْبِيرُ is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is the Lord of all that exists. He is the one who owns the creation by himself. He is the one who arranges the affairs of the universe by himself. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who gives and bestows the bounty upon the universe by himself for everything that is in it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is completely free. He doesn't need anything. He is the one who was rich. He's not in need of anything. And at the same time, the alameen, which exists, they are in the epitome of poverty unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in all aspects and from every direction. They need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in totality. They need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it's not possible from any of us from the created beings to be free from needing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so thus and therefore this should be a reminder unto us to constantly call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because without Allah's tawfiq nothing is accomplishable So we have to be calling upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as Allah ta'ala goes on to say in the next verse, ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, the one who he owns the mercy, the one who is merciful, the one who his mercy does not cease it does not sever a al-Rahman. some of the ulama they mention it means the rahma Al-Rahman is the one who he owns and he possesses the mercy he owns the mercy and he is the merciful Al-Rahim. he is the one who his mercy reaches his believing slaves and with the mercy that is mustamirra, it does not stop it does not cease And this, here we understand the perfection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because everything outside of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that has something from mercy and and is something from being merciful, you will find that their mercy is limited. They're merciful to an extent. They're merciful and then their mercy, it runs out. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not just the one who owns mercy. It's not just the one who is merciful. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who his mercy does not run out. It does not cease. It does not sever. His mercy is for the believers in this world and in the next. Allahu Ta'ala's mercy is a mercy that does not stop. When one reflects upon this, when one reflects upon how from the manifestations of the mercy is everything that we deem and we see as being good, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us. And this is from Allah ta'ala's mercy upon us that we even exist to begin with. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends down the provisions upon us. This is from Allah ta'ala's mercy that he sustains us here in this dunya. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to us everything that is good. This is from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When one reflects upon Allah ta'ala's mercy and how that the believers on the day of judgment, then they will receive mercy. The believers, they will be entered into the Jannah. The believers, they will be saved from having to go to the hellfire. Those believers who enter into the hellfire to be cleansed from a sin will be taken out of the hellfire by the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and placed inside of Jannah by the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The one reflects and he sees and he realizes this, then, bila la bila that should be upon his tongue in great abundance. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Subhanallah wa bihamdih Subhanallah al-azim It should be constant upon our tongues Worshipping and praising and thanking Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala Constant upon our limbs Showing thanks and gratitude unto Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala By obeying Him By being obedient unto Him By staying away from sin and transgression By staying away from disobeying Him Jalla ala. It should be constant upon us Because if it is Then we are the ones who will benefit from that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't need anything from us. We are the ones who benefit from constantly remembering and praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah wa bihamdi. So Bahanallahi. That there are two phrases that are light upon the tongue. Heavy inside the scale. Huh? Heavy inside the scale. You want your scale to be heavy with good deeds, Yom Then pay attention and make sure that this ad is a part of your regiment. Make sure this ad is something that's constant upon your tongue. Heavy in the scale. Beloved to Allah. Beloved to Allah, Allah loves these phrases. And what are those phrases? SubhanAllah wa behind all praise. Glorified is He, Allah, and to Him is all of the praise and all of the things. SubhanAllah so, al-Azim. Glory be to Him, Allah, glory be unto Him, Allah, the one who is perfect and far removed from any type of imperfections, the one who is the all great. The most powerful Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanallah wa bihamdih. Subhanallah al How easy is it to say these words? Light upon the tongue, but heavy inside of the scales. But one reflects upon these first few verses from surah al-Fatiha. A surah that we all should know. And the vast majority of the Muslims in the world know it. That surah that we have to recite in every rakah of every prayer when we reflect just on the first few ayat from it these are things that if we truly understood them will be life-changing and then a person he will understand maybe some of the sir some of the secret why we have been commanded to utilize this surah in every rakah of every prayer and because this is as such that it behooves us to know the meaning. It behooves us to know what it means. It behooves us to reflect and to contemplate over this meaning so that we can see our lives start to change. Because the salah should be changing us, making us better. إِنَّ wa munkar. Because the salah, it prohibits, it prevents a person from doing sin and transgression and evil. If you find that your prayer has no effect on you, it's because you're not praying right. It's because you're not praying right. The khushur is not there. Maybe mechanically, you're also not praying right. You're not praying upon the sunnah of the Prophet You're not praying by utilizing the sunnah of the Prophet I as he commanded us. Sallu kama ra'aytumuni Pray as you see me praying. So we find that we are not benefiting from our prayer. Then the deficiency is within us. Because when we pray correct and we contemplate over that which we're saying and we have khushur and we're praying according to the sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam khali Sincerely for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Then you will find that that salat will have life changing effects upon you But if you find That you pray all the time And you still that same miserable pathetic criminal that you are Then there's a problem with you There's a problem you're not praying correctly There's a problem you're not paying attention There's a problem your heart is not present inside of your prayer There's a problem you're not reflecting Upon that which you're saying inside of the salat So we truly want to benefit your ibadah And it behooves us to understand The Tefsir of those ayat that we oft recite. Hada Fakim Musala.